In conclusion, this book, while excellent in its analysis of all, is a welcome attempt to bring together the theories and methods of two different fields of study, social history, but detailed enough so that more seasoned researchers will find. I'm Robert Castanello. I'm the vice president of research and publications at HNet, and this is the Art of the Review podcast. I'm Elena Kalinsky, managing editor of HNet Reviews. And this is a podcast where we examine reviewing and criticism as an academic form. This podcast is brought to you by HNET and the University of Central Florida's Center for Humanities and Digital Research. Welcome to the Art of the Review podcast. Um, This first poem is inspired by my experience of having an article about writing poetry included in an academic journal. Poem in an academic journal. Marched into rows, verse crowds into columns to pose as prose. Beaten and slashed, or worse, the flow is diverted. Its rightful space now devoted. That was Holly Mandelkern. She's one of the winners of the 2016 Thomas Burnett Swan Poetry Prize that comes out every year in an event here in Sanford, Florida, known as Revelry. And Revelry is a live experience where a group of poets come together and read their poems. The event each year is organized by a retired literature professor from Seminole State College named Dr. Stephen Caldwell Wright. And each year he puts out a call for poems and a number of poets from around the country would-be poets, amateur poets, and professional poets, send him their poems, and he and a group of colleagues get together and select what they think are the best poems, and anywhere from 15 to 20 people come each year in the first week of June to Sanford, Florida, to read them in front of each other. And what I wanted to do in this episode is give you a sense of what revelry is and revelry has a review process. What I have here is an interview with Dr. Stephen Caldwell Wright, and we go over his ideas about the ways in which one can evaluate poetry. So let's listen to hear what he has to say. All right, Stephen, I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of The Art of the Review. Thank you. And so what we we sort of want to get at today is the idea of reviewing someone's creative project. And so you... um, you know, I know you're involved. You're, I guess, you're, you're probably most widely known as a poet and a person promoting others to um, to write and perform their poetry. So I want to talk exclusively about poetry today. And I know, you know, you are you're now retired, but you were in the classroom and you and you had to um, oversee students' creation of their own poetry. And can you tell me a little bit about what the challenges are as a as a professor in the classroom? to evaluate a student's personal creative project that would be a poem? Yeah, I, I, I would think that the biggest challenge is to somehow be able to allow for freedom of expression while at the same time being able to provide some type of guidance. And that guidance usually came from the the whole business of reading and reviewing other writers. Um, the the other challenge, of course, is to not, uh, if you will, 
drone out the the voice and the spirit of the poet who's trying to express himself or herself. So, so what what do you think your role is in is in the evaluative process? If if you're, I mean, so it'd be much different than if you're reading, you know, if you're grading something that's a piece of nonfiction because you could look at fact and you could look at interpretation and things like that and come to some evaluative measure. But this seems like so much more of a challenge in in the art of poetry. Yeah, I, I think the the um, ultimate avenue to to being fair to the to the writer is to be able to identify the intention of the writer and then measure the execution of that intent, which provides for all kind of freedom uh, because the intent, of course, is exclusively uh, that of the writer. The execution, of course, may not be as effective as the as the writer thinks, and that's where... Uh, uh, my voice would, would come in. Gleanings in an untended garden. When the viburnum finally reached the top of the fence to drown out the noise from the street, the crepe myrtle stopped blooming, and the leaves of the tangerine curled with citrus blight, followed by the little key lime and hope for pie. No one had fertilized them in years anyway, or even bothered to water them when the... What you just heard is the second... 2016 Thomas Burnett Swan winner from Revelry, Janice Sheldorn. Now let's return to my discussion with Dr. Stephen Calder, right? Where he tells us more about Revelry as a poetry review process. And so let, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about Revelry. And Revelry is something you've been doing now for almost uh, 30 years, right? Can you tell our audience a little bit about what Revelry is? Uh, yes, Revelry is a publication. It's an annual publication, uh, and we are moving into our 30th year. And it was established uh, to honor the um, legacy of Gwendolyn Brooks. It was established while she was yet alive, and now, of course, it, it honors the life and legacy of, of Gwendolyn Brooks. It's an annual publication. Uh, which allows us to collect, uh, or rather, you know, select, I suppose, a winning poem, and it is the Thomas Burnett Swan Poetry Award that goes along with Revelry, that is the publication of Revelry. And I chose Thomas Burnett Swan because he was the gentleman who probably introduced me uh, in the most uh, meaningful fashion to to writing and and uh, creativity at Florida Atlantic University. And so I, I know what you do is you, you put out a call for poems the year before, and so presumably you get a certain number of poems, but you have a selection process or you've created a selection process for the poems that get filtered into the Revelry event. Can you talk a little bit about what that process is? Yeah, well, what we do is we, we place the call, and when the poems come in, we uh, code them so the poems are read blindly. And what happens is in the reading process, they are filtered uh, 
and then sometimes passed on to other readers. So we have generally a, a reading board of two or three people, uh, primarily the editors of the publication, myself, Dr. Annie L. Rifo, and Professor Alvin uh, Taylor out of uh, um, Ohio. Um, when the poems come in, we uh, look through those, and it's fairly, fairly easy to separate uh, the strong ones from the weaker ones. Uh, and so the process, you know, goes on and on until we have a, a refined number of um, effective expressions. And you also, just to give uh, uh, viewers a little bit more information, you also limit the length of the poems, right? Yeah, we we limit them uh, to 40 lines, and that's still a bit generous. But uh, most of the poems never approximate 40 lines, but sometimes they get terribly close. Uh, we do that from space reasons, from uh, other um, consideration or consideration of other people, uh, because some people can go on and on and on, you know, and we want to try to provide as much an opportunity for as many poets as possible. And we usually publish uh, a field of uh, 15 to, to 20 poems each year. And so uh, so I guess when the board gets together and they, they select the poems, presumably they select what they think are the best in the pool. Um, you know, what happens? Do you, do you at all communicate to the people who are not selected? Do you give them oh, sort yeah. of a... Yes, we're very thorough in acknowledging uh, all of the submissions and identifying those who have won as well. Sure. And so do, do, do you find that the people use the opportunity of revelry to improve their poetry? Do they return year after year? Oh, yes. Uh, we've had people who have uh, actually expressed that same notion, that is, they will maybe not be selected, but they will come to the reading and they will see what has been selected. And um, because of the um, communication with other writers, they tend to improve their vision and execution when they write. And so this, I would imagine, is a very important um, tool for them to improve their poetry, improve their improve their writing, even if they're not selected for the you know for the year that they um they apply well yes um we we've had people who've actually you know said that they can measure their own growth and development as as a writer as a result of revelry that's great and for you had mentioned this